Did you know that the world's largest mineral hot springs is located here in Colorado? It's uh, in Glenwood Springs, and it produces over 3.5 million gallons of egg-smelling water. And really, it smells like eggs. But it's, you know, it's the minerals, so I guess it's good for you. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the front range in Colorado. So you know when you're driving down I-70 and you're going through the beautiful Glenwood Canyon and all of a sudden you kind of have to slow down because you're hitting a town and you're just hit right in the face with the smell of rotten eggs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. That's Glenwood Springs. But it's one of our favorite places. It sure is. And that's what we're talking about today in our episode, visiting the hot mineral springs at Glenwood Springs and sharing some of the favorite things that we like to do around town and how to enjoy the famous hot springs there. Yes. So how far is Glenwood Springs from Denver if you wanted to, to get there? So it's about two hours from Denver, maybe a little bit more if there's traffic, and also depending on what time of year, because you have to go over Loveland Pass, which is Eisenhower Tunnel, and it's a pass, so it can get snowy, it can get kind of hairy, but it's generally about two hours. And it's only about an hour from the Aspen Snowmass area, which is makes it really easy for like a day after skiing. You can soak in the hot water at night and just relax because it's really close. And it's also like if you wanted to stay there, we've done that before where we stayed at Glenwood Springs and then drove to Aspen to go skiing and stuff during the day. Yes, it's especially nice for those type of people that aren't a ski multiple days in a row. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they want to go do it for one day, take the family, and then they want to head out and kind of just go let, relax that one night. It's It's perfect. It's like right there. And another really cool thing about Glenwood, I know that you have a thing about trains. Mm -hmm. So you can actually take a six-hour train ride from Denver Union Station all the way through the mountains. And it's only 39 bucks per person. So it's like a really good deal for like a beautiful, picturesque view. And you don't have to drive. That's like the best part. Yeah. And I mean, Denver Union Station is really pretty. It's like this really awesome you know, they kind of redid it all and it's very historic and you get to go there and you get to experience, you know, going on the Amtrak and it's really cool. It's very historic and it is a really pretty drive through the mountains. So it is. And it's the best part. Our favorite part is right near the end, right before we get to Glenwood Springs, you start going through Glenwood Canyon, which is a really narrow canyon that actually follows right along the Colorado River. So you are surrounded by mountains on either side with the canyon floor below you, which it's not like you're way high up, but you're right there next to the water. It's really, really cool. There's tons of places to pull off and hike. There's actually probably the coolest rest area. I can't believe I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, woo rest area. <laughs> it's really cool. There's a rest area. It's so cool because you can pull off and there is a huge amount of place to like walk around, right? And, like, you can actually go down to the river and get in the river itself. Yeah, the Colorado River is right there, and you can walk beside of it. You can go hiking. There's trails that go kind of up the mountain. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a weird piece of advice, but if you're driving through Glenwood Canyon, be sure to pull off at some of those rest areas because they're really picturesque. You wouldn't even believe you're stopping at a rest area. The bathrooms are really clean, and it's really awesome. Yeah, and also Hanging Lake is a an honorable mention to put 
here in Glenwood Canyon. Um, if you have ever seen pictures of it or never have, go look. It's probably the clearest water you will ever see. It's, it's a pretty treacherous hike to get up to it, but it is very, very worth it. Um, and it's also become, sadly, so popular recently that they're now starting to take reservations starting May 1st. So it's not just like a, a show up and head up there. It's you have to make reservations. Weird. Yeah, it used to be where you could just go up there and park your car and then make the hike and take all of your things and whatever you wanted to do. But now they're trying to preserve the area a little bit more because, like you said, it is so popular. So you do need a reservation and you have to pay to get in. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to just drive up and go. So it's something you'll have to plan ahead a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the best places to stay in Glenwood Springs. The place that we always book our stay is at the Hot Springs Lodge Resort. Now, when you're Googling, you know, staying at Hot Springs, the Hot Springs Hotel or Glenwood Springs, um, there's lots of different websites that come up, but we use hotspringspool.com because that lodge is the lodge that is also part of the entire pool and the hot springs with the spa and everything else that's right across the street. So it's all connected and it is, you can get a really good bundle of savings that's all inclusive with your stay. There's also the Hotel Colorado, which is the original hotel that they put in Glenwood Springs when they first found the hot springs were there. Um, so it was built in like the late 1800s. It's really historic. It's kind of like a museum now, but you can still go there and you can stay. Yeah, I mean, it's really pretty. It's a nice historic hotel, like you said. You can go through it and actually kind of look at it like a museum. There's lots of pictures of what it looked like back in the day with everybody who came there for the health benefits. And it's like this really old historic place. Um, it's really cool. And out front, you can see where they used to have like a big pool of the hot springs out front, um, which now it's located in a different place, of course. But, you know, way back then when people would get sick, they would drive a long way or, you know, to try. Travel. Yeah, get on the train, whatever. Um, maybe they would ride horses. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's a really cool historic um, hotel to stay in as well. Yes, one of the big draws to coming up here back then was actually the, the health benefits that they said would be given from the hot springs themselves. People would come up here and, and drink the water, and then they would actually just bathe in it. And I have no idea if there is actually any quantifiable health benefits are scientifically proven, but my grandfather, when he was alive, he had really bad arthritis in his hands and his feet. And when he would come up here and he would go into the hot springs, it was the only time for about the next 48 hours, it was the only time that he was actually able to close his hands and make a fist. That's really crazy to think about because your mom and your dad have gone many years with us, or they've gone many years before us, and then we started going with them. And um, any sort of muscle aches or pains or arthritis or anything, I mean, all of us have noticed benefits yes. right after that. So it definitely has something in the water that can help you out. Yeah. So how much does it cost to get into the hot springs pool if you're not staying at the hot springs lodge across the street? So to get into the pool, it costs $17.50 for adults, and then it costs 12 bucks for kids 12 and under. They'll give you a stamp so that you can like come in back in the rest of the day for free admission. When you have like a family of four, that's and let's say they're teens, that's like 60 to 80 bucks a day. Yes, and the price also changes throughout the years, so some like during their, 
you know, really popular seasons, the price is a little bit more. I think the last time we were there was um, in October, maybe, and it was like $23, you know, if you don't buy in advance, too, uh, for each adult. So it can definitely add up. We have actually found that staying in the Hot Springs Lodge has netted us more of a savings just because we get in for free rather than staying in a slightly cheaper hotel, but then having to pay for admission every single day. Right. Yeah. So we always go, um, we go every single year. Sometimes we've gone a couple times a year and we always like to go in the winter time. But one of the things that you get when you go to book your hotel is you get free entry into the pool. So we'll go for three or four days and every single day is completely free. You can go and come as you want, come back as many times. And it also includes free breakfast, um, which is actually really good breakfast. So we always, you know, have a routine of getting up, going across the street, getting breakfast and then getting ready and getting into the pool for two or three hours and then going and doing other things and then coming back at night and getting back into the pool. So it's really valuable to just stay at the lodge Um, because you also don't have to pay for parking and stuff like that too. So it's a really good bundle of savings. So when is your favorite time of the year to go there? Well, I love going there in the wintertime because that's when it's really cold. And, you know, the pool's temperature, I think, at one end, so we're talking about like the spa area. The hot tub. The hot tub, yes, is um, like 110 degrees up to like 114 or something. It's really hot but it feels amazing (laughs) and then the big pool i think is like what 90 degrees 90 something okay yeah so it's definitely um great when it's really cold outside that's when i like to go best what about you it's exactly the same for me when it's cold outside it's really fun to have the snow falling on your head but you are swimming around having a good time Mm -hmm. and it will get so cold that there'll just be billows of huge amounts of steam coming off and you just can't even see people. So you just feel really secluded when you're in the hot tub and you can't see anything just because of the steam and the cold. It's it's a fun experience. It is really cool. In the summertime, though, I've only been there a few times in the summer. Um, they have, you know, it's a pool in the summer. They have these giant water slides that they open up. The diving board is open. The kiddie pool is open. You know, you know, it's a pool in the summertime, so it's definitely a cooler place to be. But, you know, that 98 degree water doesn't feel so good when it's 98 degrees outside. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's still a hot pool or a warm pool because yes. it's hot springs that are coming out of the earth naturally that they temper with additional cool water from the Colorado River. And then it makes this amazing pool area. So they are also working on a brand new renovation of the kiddie pool and the whole uh, water slide area and all that. They're expanding it, making it really big. So um, we haven't seen what that looks like yet. They only started working on that last year, but that'll be something that they're trying to um, finish up soon for the upcoming summer. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the top things that we enjoy doing in Glenwood Springs the most. So there is alternative hot springs. There's the Iron Mountain Hot Springs, um, which... I have never been to, but there is one that is called Hot Sulphur Springs that is right next door, and it's in some caves. It's it's really cool, but it's it smells like sulfur. Yeah, well, everything around there kind of smells yes, like sulfur. Yes, that's actually very true. Um, oh, and be careful, you know, when you're in the pool and stuff like that, that you don't drink a lot of the water because... That does not, A, taste good, and it does not always sit well with your stomach. Yes. I'll just say that. Very true. (laughs) Um, Some other things to do around there is, like we said, Hanging Lake. 
it's worth it. It's such a cool place. Um, there are a ton of walking trails. There's the Rio Grande Trail. It goes all the way to Aspen, which is 42 miles away. I mean, you could probably ride your bike if you wanted. If you're like a, a cyclist, you could probably do it all in a day, no problem. Um, and then right above Glenwood is Glenwood Canyon Adventure Park, which is actually home to the highest elevation roller coaster in the U.S. And it sits on top of a mountain, and you can go explore the caves, and then you can actually go to the little amusement park that they have there. That sounds really cool. It also sounds a little bit terrifying to be on a mountain on the highest elevation roller coaster even higher. Yes. So if you're afraid (laughs) of heights like I am, that may not be the best. But it's great for kids. Another thing that we enjoy seeing and going to when we go every year is Doc Holliday's grave. It's possibly buried there. They're not sure if he's like in the grave or that's just his like tombstone or what. But that's a really cool piece of history you can check out. I mean, if you've ever seen the movie Tombstone, you know who Doc Holliday is. And really cool movie. Really cool place to see. Apparently there's a guy up there that likes to dress up and scare people at night. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And like he dresses up like Doc Holliday? Yeah, and he comes and scares people and pretends to be the ghost. (laughs) Nice. Another really cool thing about Glenwood Springs is you are so... It's in the mountains, so if you go a couple miles in any direction, suddenly you're completely isolated. There's nobody around. Um, You feel like you're in the mountains. It's so quiet. It's so fun. Some honorable mentions is the town of Redstone and Marble, Colorado, which actually Marble, Colorado is where they grab, they got all the marble to build the Lincoln Monument. Yeah. And it's really neat because, okay, well, I will back up and say it's Redstone, Colorado and Marble, Colorado. So they're two different cities, Um, but they're very near each other. And so if you stop off in Marble, Colorado, you can actually go for a hike around near the river and stuff like that. And there's literally white marble in giant chunks everywhere, like scattered across. It looks like giants were having like a fist fight or something with like marble pieces, Mm -hmm. but it's really neat to see. I mean, you can't really pick any of it up or take it anywhere because they're huge, But it's basically giant pieces of marble just out in the middle of nowhere. And it's all white everywhere. And it makes you wonder why we pay so much for countertops and stuff. (laughs) It's just lying around. Indeed. Yeah. Um, But Redstone is also really neat because they have, it's like a little bitty town. It has like a cafe and a church and, you know, just like one street basically. Um, And it has a really good chocolate place too, actually. But anyways, it's really cute. And you can go for a walk through the town and go to like their general store and stuff like that. And then just down the road from it, they have these things that are like clay kilns or Mm -hmm. whatever. They're actually called Coke kilns, um, but not that kind of Coke. (laughs) So what Coke is, is they would cook coal with no heat. So they would just heat it up to outrageously high temperatures, but the coal was not able to combust because there was no oxygen because it was a an oven that they were cooking it in. And the Coke, which is what would come later, or the byproduct, was a very clean burning version of coal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have a bunch of those kilns that you can walk through and see, and it's a little piece of history there, too. So those are just some of the things that we like to do in the Glenwood Springs area. Um, But getting back to the city of Glenwood Springs, there are lots of things that you can do um, and see and places to eat. One of our favorites is this little um, cafe bakery that we found that serves really good sandwiches. And I'll have to find what the exact name of it was. I'll put it in the show notes over on our website. But um, that was a really good, they had really good donuts and 
croissants and sandwiches and stuff like that. And we always like to to buy from local people. And so it was this guy who owned this bakery and his kids were running around and everything. And it was Mm -hmm. just like, it was cute. It was great. So there's lots of places to eat there too. Yes. And right across the street from, from the hot springs, or if you walk across the river, there's a really cool bridge. It's actually downtown Glenwood Springs and it's right in the thick of it. There's, there's a ton of places to eat. Pretty much nothing you can go wrong with. It's, it's fun. It's all right there, and it's all within walking distance, really. Yeah, there's this place across um, the street, like you said, across the bridge, that is called, I think, like, The Ranch. Oh, my gosh, it's amazing. You totally have to try that. And then where's the place that your dad likes to go every year? So Ryan's dad's birthday is usually around the same time that we go to visit Glenwood Springs every October. So he always likes to go to... Um, Juicy Lucy's. Yes. So that's really good, too. It's like a steakhouse, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really delicious as well. But anyway, so those are just some of the things that we enjoy doing. So if you're going to go check out the Glenwood Hot Springs, um, it's going to be a really cool adventure. We highly recommend it. All right, so every show towards the end, we like to sum it up with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. So this is our frugal on the front range section. If you're interested in visiting Glenwood Hot Springs, you can actually get discounts if you visit during what they call value season, which is between April and May, so before Memorial Day. And you can actually save $6 off the adult entry fee into the pool. And then, like we said, we um, prefer to stay at the Hot Springs Lodge Resort, which is across the street from the Hot Springs Pool. And you get free entry uh, all day long for however many days you're there and free breakfast every morning. And and it's actually like sit down, order breakfast, made for you hot there. It's not like Continental where you get like a piece of toast. That's actually, yes, that's true. All right. Well, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. To learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website at hashtag coloradolife.com. And if you like this show, please leave us a review. It helps us get discovered by new listeners, and we'd love to hear what episodes you all enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state.